Live from Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Orlando Magic HQ podcast, the voice of Magic fans. Join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest Magic news and updates. The show starts now. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Orlando Magic HQ podcast brought to you by the Belly of Sports Podcast Network. We host Al, myself, Anthony. Today is Friday, September 15th. And after a very long hiatus, we are back. I feel like, uh, man, we haven't recorded. We decided to take a little break just to kind of rejuvenate during the offseason. Not a whole lot going on, so we felt like it was only appropriate. Um, if you guys follow the podcast, you you know that we're on a consistent basis, man. Every single week we're coming out with an episode. So we decided to take a little break. Spend a little time with the family, um, but we're just a few weeks away before we get back to Orlando Magic basketball. It's only right that we kind of catch up on some of the things that has been going on in the Orlando Magic world um, before the actual season begins. But uh, before we get into things, Al, what's going on, man? What's happening, man? It feels like it's been six months. I know it's only been three, four weeks, but it definitely feels like it's been a lot longer than uh, than it has. Yeah, it definitely does. And, and bro, man, we got we got a lot to talk about. In this episode, we are going to be talking about how Germany has shocked the world. And Franz Wagner is now a world champion. Uh, we're going to talk some um, some news a little bit about Dwight Howard and some of the comments that were mentioned out there in the world. And then we're also going to be uh, talking about kind of what's, what's next for the Orlando Magic. But before we get into that, um, there was an announcement that the Magic will unveil a new jersey as well as uh, a new court for this upcoming season. And the Magic just dropped um, a teaser uh, indicating that we will hear more information about this. We're recording this Thursday night, so we'll hear more information in regards to what jerseys the Magic may be wearing on September 15th, so sometime in the afternoon on that Friday. If you haven't seen the teaser, the teaser is about maybe 15, 20 seconds long. And you see a CD being put into a CD player with a few items, a, a few Easter eggs in the background. Uh, we saw a Pokemon card. We saw um, Penny Foam Posits. Uh, we saw the Blueprint album in there. We saw a media guide from 2000 to 2001. Um, there, there was a lot of different things in there that caught our attention. So what it's looking like is the Magic might be bringing back the white Magic Team Mac jerseys, the the Team Mac stars, which would be which would be neat. I would prefer the blue ones. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. um, but it looks like the Magic will be bringing the 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 white ones out. Um, the other Easter egg that was in there was a game that Team Mac was on the cover of PlayStation Two NBA Starting Five, where he's also donning that jersey. So, what are your thoughts on that? If that is Indeed, the jersey that the Magic will be wearing. What are your thoughts on the Mag- the white Magic Stars T-Mac jerseys? I mean, that'll be cool. I think we've, we've been kind of expecting that for a little while now. I know a few people on Twitter have been running with that rumor for a while now, indicating that that is the jerseys that we're going to come out with um, for our ter- 35th anniversary, which again is this upcoming season. Um, like you, I would kind of prefer the blue ones. That was just my personal favorite out of the two. Um, but I wouldn't mind the white ones either. Um, I don't know if they'll be exactly a replica of those jerseys. 
or if they tweak it a little bit, make it a little more modern, a little twist to the new age, the new era of magic basketball. So that'll be fun to see how they kind of maneuver that. Do they kind of just resemble those jerseys or do they actually mirror those jerseys? That'll be kind of cool to see how that plays out. But I'm excited. It's going to be fun no matter what. Um, It's an anniversary edition, which means we're going to go retro to some degree. So that is going to be an exciting announcement here coming out later on today if you're hearing this on Friday. Yeah, I'm really curious because some of these Easter eggs are it's kind of all over the place, right? Because the the penny phone posits okay, those came out in 1997. Uh, the blueprint came out in what 2000, 2001. The video game came out in 2001. You have the media guy from 2000, 2001. Um, also in the Easter egg, you see um, on that media guide, it has the secondary Orlando Magic logo, the one that kind of looks a little cartoonish. Um, where, you know, you're, you most remember, you know, early Dwight Howard. Um, but then in the back as well, you, you still see a banner and also it looks like an old news article, um, and an old magazine that has our first original logo on there. So it can go either way. My best guesstimate is, is the, the white, um, stars uniform. Um, but it can go, it can go either way. That's why, you know, really what the magic will end up deciding to do with this court, I think is, is going to be the, the one thing that I'm most excited about because what I would love to see is I would love to see just the, the standard original logo, but just the ball right in the middle. Like to me, that would modernize it because the magic have always used, you know, back in the day in the arena, it was, it was a full logo. So if they only mm-hmm. did the ball, I think that that would be super dope. Um, and that would be a great way to kind of, you know, uh, uh honor the past and also honor you know the the modern day as well because it's a hot commodity man super hot commodity you know anything that that has that old school logo in my opinion you know it's it's is there's a higher likelihood of of them getting more money and more sales and that's kind of what the people want people really want that nostalgic feel in some type of modern like you know, aspect of it. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see how, how, what they decide. And it looks like we'll, we'll be finding out soon. Yeah. It's going to be announced today, but to your point, anything retro with the Orlando magic, you, you can't miss, right? It's going to be a success. People are going to like it. The fans are going to be excited for sure. Um, and in, in my opinion, those jerseys will sell quick out of the team store. So it's going to be a, a fun announcement today. We were waiting for this for a while um, so yeah, I'm excited, man. I can't wait to find out more about this later on today. Yeah, for sure. And listen, magic basketball is right around the corner, less than a month. How, how excited are you to finally get this thing going? Uh, the magic ended up, you know, starting to really fill out their, their training, um, their training camp roster. Uh, we're finally bringing the guys back in. Coach most ended up joining the magic, um, a lot sooner before, uh, you know, the World Cup was finished. Paolo Bancaro is finally fully back. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? How excited are you? How excited should people be, you know, in the anticipation of, of kind of getting back into the new season? I mean, I'm sure we'll have a season preview episode coming up soon. But to quickly just answer your question, man, it's, it's exciting. We've been waiting for a long, long time. Uh, April was a long time ago. You know, we, we didn't make the playoffs. Unfortunately, the draft happened, the lottery happened, summer league happened. We took a whole month off. Like it's been a while since we've been able to watch the Orlando magic. And it's so real to me that we're only what three weeks away from actually coming back to actual training camp, preseason games. 
in a bit over a month uh, before our actual first home opener uh, here against the Houston Rockets. So it's going to be exciting, man. I'm personally really excited. I think this season can be a, a huge season for this team. I think we have the potential to shock some people. Um, the way that we played down the stretch after December when we finally got healthy, that's only going to get better, man. Our young guys are, are going to be better. They're going to shoot the ball better. Markel is fully healthy. Um, it, the team, for the first time in years that I can remember, is heading into a training camp fully healthy. So I just got to hope that we don't suffer any crazy random injuries like we faced last year. Uh, if that is the case, this team is going to look really, really good um, this upcoming season. Just be be wary. The season is kind of rough. Uh, the schedule is kind of rough early on in the season. So we got to get through that. And as the season goes on, we're going to get better and better. But I'm excited, man. How about you? Yeah, I mean this this off season was was a little weird in, in the aspect of you know we we had that little scare with Franz Wagner right in, in the World Cup. So you know when you say we're going into it healthy, you know how detrimental would it have been? If Franz's ankle injury was a lot worse than than what it is, you know, luckily the dude is is freaking Iron Man, and you know he's able to get back in there, become world champions, and and you know have a great performance to where he was able to him and Dennis Schroeder be able to lead his team to actually winning the World Cup, which is awesome. Um, so there there's there's a lot to be excited for because your two main guys, Paulo and Franz, they were able to catapult. Uh, their their game in, in a capacity that wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for these international games. I know people wanted to see Paolo Bancaro play more, you know, to his style of basketball, and he was forced to play a lot of the five, and he didn't get a whole lot of minutes. But the fact that he was able to play with the caliber of players that he was playing with, the fact that he was able to be um, have a mix of that five in there, because you know there there's a likelihood that we'll play him in that position at some point throughout the season, right? It's not going to be for a long standing period of time, but when the matchup, you know, calls for it, I think that, you know, one thing that we were able to see really great with Paulo's game is that he looked great defensively in a lot of aspects. Like, you know, you would see him have crazy highlights with him blocking basketballs off the backboard. And, and these are things that, you know, when we talk about what are some ways that he can better his game, you know, that was an aspect of the game that we wanted to see him improve. Shooting, we wanted to see him improve. Efficiency, we wanted to see him improve. So the fact that we were able to see a glimpse of that, I'm hoping that that's able to translate, you know, um, once Magic basketball season begins. And then when you talk about Franz Wagner, my goodness, man, it's it's it, they obviously love him in Germany, right? Um, the fact that, you know, his coach gave him high praise when he, when he talked about you know, Dirk and, and Dennis to now saying that Franz Wagner is the next man up. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's kudos to, you know, him announcing to the world that he's saying what we, he's, I mean, is his coach, but he's obviously saying what we're saying. But mm -hmm. now the world is also getting a glimpse of, you know, this player that people really slept on. And we slept on him too. Like, don't, don't give us full credit for it because, you know, you, you, you can hold me accountable of how I felt during you know, the time frame that we drafted him. But you're you're starting to see people talk more highly about a player like Franz Wagner and how these young core that we have is really going to propel. And we're we're I'm curious to see what we really end up being with this team and, and how much of their game will end up being improved due to their experience that they had this offseason. 
Yeah, I think it's going to help them big time, man. I mean, especially down the stretch, uh, you got France playing so many crucial games at the FIBA World Cup and, you know, ultimately winning it all and coming away with gold. Um, that's going to be, you know, impactful for him this upcoming season. Games on the line, you know, we're down two, three points. France has been through those moments where he's going to be tested. He knows how to, how to act in those moments now a little bit better. Um, so I'm excited. I think France will do a, a much better job closing out games. Paolo can now play multiple positions. Can he do some center minutes uh, if we need someone to step in and be a center? So I definitely think that this experience that they gain in the World Cup is going to help them in the NBA um, this upcoming season, without a doubt. Yeah, and we we know that Kevin O'Connor he's he's a he's a big France guy. He's he's always talked positively and highly about him. But um, just even some of the comments that he had afterwards, where he said that you know um, that Wagner could someday become a top twenty player, and in a twenty twenty one redraft, he could easily go first ahead of even Cade Mobley and Barnes. And I couldn't agree more with him. You know, we this is something that we've said. Uh, numerous times where we feel as if the Orlando Magic really got, you know, two first picks back to back with just the level of talent that we had. You know, Franz is easily, in my opinion, uh, you know, he, he's obviously healthier than Cade. Cade, we really haven't been able to have a, a chance to really see what he's able to do because he's dealt with his injuries. Mobley, in my opinion, kind of fizzled out after his, his first season in Barnes. The same thing. Barnes is not. Uh, he was not playing to the rookie of the year standard that he set his very first season as well. So from a, from a consistency standpoint, <clears throat> from a, a health standpoint, from every aspect standpoint, Franz Wagner is just that dude and he, he's definitely showing it. So I'm, I'm happy to see that, you know, everyone else is starting to see the same things that we did. And then when we talk about, you know, Team USA not even winning a medal, um, that, let me ask you, I, I, I know this is outside of Magic basketball but did that surprise you at all team usa not even getting bronze i mean clearly right they they were in my mind the favorites to win it all um however i will say this the team they put together i wasn't really a fan of it i think it was too young too inexperienced you're going against teams that have been playing together for years think about germany spain like those are teams that have been playing together for years they, they've been growing together they have chemistry Right. The U.S. is like, hey, we're going to put together 12 good guys and let's throw them out there and they'll figure it out. Doesn't quite happen in, in you know, in this type of tournaments uh, where you're playing against teams that have that level of chemistry. Um, so not surprised with the outcome, but definitely disappointing that they didn't make it to the finals. They didn't get a bronze medal. Nothing. Um, and that what we expected. Um, with that being said, too, like I'll ask you a follow up question on that. Like besides him not winning a medal. Are you okay with the way they use Paolo throughout, you know, in this tournament? Were you kind of satisfied as a Magic fan, as a Paolo fan, of the way that he was used with Team USA? Um, yeah, yes and no. Because um, I feel like that's, uh, you, you can, it, it depends on your perspective, right? Mm -hmm. um, you would, for those that would say no, you would say no because you know that Paolo could have done more, could have produced more if he's utilized to his strengths. Um, and you you want to be able to have him in that platform where he's playing for Team USA. You want him to be the main guy. You know, you don't even want him coming off the bench. You want him to be a starter and be able to play and impact the same way that you're seeing Franz Wagner do that, right? On the flip side of that, I'm okay. I was okay with him playing center, playing, you know, 
10, 15 minutes a game because the last thing we want is for our main guy, uh, our number one guy, arguably one, two, just depending. But you already have Franz Wagner already out there, give you a scare with an injury. And then you kind of go into it where, you know, there's a risk of him getting himself hurt, right? So the fact that he was preserved a little bit, I'm 100% okay with that. I'm not mad at it. The games were too early for me anyways, but just from a development standpoint, it was good to see him work on different aspects of his game. And again, that's that's an added ammunition that we're going to have on our roster in the event that we need to play him or or if Coach Mo sees that there's a matchup that would better um, fit him being at the number five and gives us an edge while we're playing, you know, I, I just think that that's just added exposure, added added experience and we're not experimenting you know halfway through the season where he's already had that level of you know practice now you're looking at a player that has spent some time being the primary ball handler this past season when we were going through our injuries so you really have a a point center type player is you know on this roster that you know if there's a need you know paul's a dude that's able to plug in and, and able to fill that need for you yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think the shot blocking especially could come in, you know, really, really handy for this team. I think we need better rim protection. And he did a great job in this tournament, you know, protecting the rim, something that we hadn't really seen that much at the NBA level. So if he's gotten better there, that's going to be a huge help for us. And to your point, depending on the matchups, man, it could be ideal to play him at the five. You know, if GI is fully healthy, you throw GI out there, you throw Paulo out there. It makes it a really, really fun uh, lineup to roll out there and experiment with. Let's see. It's going to be fun. I, I, I wish he would have played more, to be honest. I mean, of course, we want to be selfish. We want to see him more. Part of me was like, hey, he should have played for Italy and, and be highlighted as the main guy on that team. That would have been fun to watch. Um, and funny enough, you it, say it would have been, been fun to watch. But but again, this is this is you grabbing a player where you're you're he's going to be that guy he's going to be the number one option for italy he's going to be overly utilized even when you're taking a look at germany you know that a lot of that weight really landed on dennis schroeder more than it did franz wagner franz wagner was Mm -hmm. number two dennis was number one um so so again there's a little more balance you know from germany but i think italy man how how much would they really care about you know, Paulo Bancaro and 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 the the rest of the season they care about now. They want to maximize you know Italian basketball. You know they they would have you know ran ran that car out until it ran out of gas. You know? <laughs> so that's that's the flip side of that. That's part of the reason why I was okay with the limited role that he was given for Team USA. Yeah, no, I agree with you. When it comes to that, at least, yeah, the health aspect of it. Keep him as a backup, playing 10 minutes a night. I'm okay with that. But the selfish side of me, wanting him to, you know, see Paolo drop 20 a game, that part of me was like, man, he, he should have gone to Italy. But I hear you, though. Yeah, and this this goes back to to the exposure, right? The How much exposure he would have gotten for, you know, representing the, the country of Italy and and. You know, even when they were at when he when he was asked in an interview prior to their matchup, uh, where he said, "You know, do you have any comments for the fans uh, of Italy?" and his response was was no. So you know that he was already over at that point. He, he doesn't want to meddle the waters anymore. Um, but you know, that's that's again, that's the that's the flip side. I'm I'm okay with how everything, uh, you know, the the outcome of how everything was, results of it. You know, fortunately, they they didn't meddle. Um, it's unfortunate because we, we've talked about the roster and how much we didn't like the roster. 
But now, now that it's all over, you know, the, the World Cup, it's just, unfortunately, history has shown that a lot of these big name players in the NBA, they don't care about it. You know, as long as they're, they're able to qualify for the Olympics, that's all the, the, they, that's all they care about. It creates this massive storyline. We've seen this story before, literally three different times, the dream team, the, the redeem team. And now we're going to see it now with whatever, you know, creative name they decide to call this team where, you know, it's, it's going to get loaded up with all the big names and, and, you know, the, what we think will be a takeover. Uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I think you'll see the big names in there, right? You'll see the Stephs, the LeBrons already confirmed that he wants to play. So it'll be a, a different team altogether for sure. The, their goal is to try to go in there and represent the U.S. and win it all. Um, but funny enough, they were not available for this tournament. So it's kind of funny how they always do that. But it is what it is. That's how it's, how it's always played out for Team USA. Uh, but it's going to be fun to watch no matter what. But it's going to be fun to see if Paolo gets invited. I don't know if he makes it, to be honest with you. Uh, I think once this wave of vets retires, the Stephs and the LeBrons, the next one, I think Paolo will definitely be there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if he would. Um, just from the rosters that we've kind of already seen, people kind of putting things together on who to put around LeBron. Um, you know, his name wasn't a name that was, that was kind of brought up, but in my opinion, it, it would make sense. You know, you, again, you, you talk about a player that can literally do anything on the basketball court. I, I think from uh, a, a productive aspect, you know, he, he has a lot of value. And, you know, it's funny because uh, Dwight Howard, he's always on social media trying to recruit somebody to something. And when he saw the news that LeBron James had, you know, mentioned that he wants to be part of the Team USA and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and all these guys, you know, Dwight Howard was like, yo, I was there. <laughs> might be a good idea to bring me back. Um, so, you know, with that being said, Dwight Howard recently, um, if you haven't heard, Stan Van Gundy's wife did pass away recently. And a lot of the Orlando Magic, former Orlando Magic players that played for Stan Van Gundy um, were were a part of that funeral and were there to support Stan Van Gundy. And uh, on social media, Dwight Howard uh, went there and kind of, you know, took, took a little, cleansed his soul a little bit and, uh, and, wrote a little message from his heart where he said, you know, he took a trip to Orlando to support Stan and meeting up with my old teammates got me emotional. Having a chance to go back to where it all started was so amazing. I really miss this beautiful city. I appreciate all the amazing moments that make this my home, despite the miscommunication or trials that we've been through. I am grateful for my lessons and what they have taught me, and I value them. Orlando, I value you. I value the moments that we've had, Good and bad wins and losses, the shit was still the best. Blue and white will always ignite. So, with that being said, it, do you feel like it is it is time to to kind of make amends? Should the fan base kind of give it up already? Should the organization, in some capacity, bring a connection back to Dwight Howard? Not saying that the Magic should sign him to any contract, but you know, is it is it time to bring Dwight Howard back around in some capacity? I think so. I don't know exactly what capacity that will be today, but I think this definitely helps clear the air. It helps the fans feel a little bit better about the way the way things went down. I mean, think about Shaq, right? When Shaq did what he did, the booze, the the emotion the fan base had toward Shaq, um, it wasn't pretty. But as years went on, people appreciated the fact that Shaq is the one that got us to the spotlight, that got us national attention, national media, 
took us to the finals for the first time. The same can be said about Dwight. You know, it was rough. We all as Magic fans suffered his decision to leave the Magic when he did, the way that he handled it. But at the end of the day, man, time heals everything. And I think this type of comments from Dwight will definitely help heal the fan base, help the situation in the long run. And I definitely believe when Dwight comes to Orlando, you know, in two, three, four years on the road, gets his Orlando Magic Hall of Fame uh, induction, people will embrace him. Because at the end of the day, he took us to the finals a second time. And only two people have done that, Shaq and Dwight so far. Hopefully, Paolo and France will soon enough. But the reality is you got to appreciate that as a fan base. It didn't end well. But the reality is that comments like this, at least for me personally, it made me smile seeing it. It made me smile and remember the good moments, you know, those trips to the Eastern Conference Finals, the finals against the Lakers. It brought all those memories back, not necessarily the bad moments when he left and got traded. So it definitely helps. Yeah, so that's that's kind of my take on it also. I, I don't think that the Magic would make amends just yet. Not until, um, you're right, until they induct him into the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame. Um, and I, that won't be until he fully officially retires in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's, it's definitely past due. I I've been dropped any animosity that I had against White Howard a super long time ago. And I still see online, you know, people that just don't, don't want to give it up and I get it, you know, to each his own. If, if you still feel some type of way, you still feel some type of way, but this is definitely a person that, you know, understands his mistakes, understands that, you know, even though he won that championship with the Los Angeles Lakers, it, it's, it, there's no way that that one, you know, completes any or fulfill, fulfills any feeling, especially in the role that he had. Um, then, you know, him winning it when he made it to the finals, um, where he had a chance to win it, uh, with the Orlando Magic. And we had a special group, man. And I think that a lot of the memories, a lot of everything that transpired, again, good or bad, is still a big imprint into what the history of the Orlando Magic is and what he represented. You know, we drafted a high school kid. You know, it's, it's the Magic took a, a major, major risk when people were calling us crazy for drafting Dwight Howard over a national champion, Emeka Okafor. And it turned out to be one of the best decisions that the Magic have made, you know, in their in their franchise history because of the impact that that he had early on. Until this day, man, you, we see like right now, the most recent debate that we've seen is, you know, who's who deserves to be in the top 75 more is Anthony Davis, is it Dwight Howard? And when you compare them statistically and how they impact the game. It's a no-brainer that Dwight Howard should have been in there. And if Anthony Davis got to be the one that needs to be kicked out, then that's just what needs to happen because he was that level of player. And I think that, you know, out of all the things that have occurred afterwards where, you know, whether they're, it's real news, fake news, whatever crazy stories that come up around Dwight Howard that, you know, people poke fun at, um, you know, it, it diminished a little bit of, what he's really done throughout his NBA career donning an Orlando Magic uniform. Uh, And that's why when people talk about Dwight Howard in a positive light, they're talking about Orlando Magic Dwight Howard, and they're making a point to include Dwight Howard and the Orlando Magic in the same sentence. Of course. I mean, we know he went to the Lakers twice, went to the Rockets. Ultimately, man, at the end of the day, his career, to me at least, is the magic. Like everything else, even though he won a ring, to your point, with the Lakers, it's not the same. It wasn't the role that he was leading that team or that he was, you know, one of the best players in that team. He was a role player at that point. Um, So 
in my mind, it would always be, you know, Superman or the Magic, D12 in, in the, you know, in the dunk contest, uh, beating LeBron. Those are the memories that come to mind when you think about Dwight Howard. It's not the Lakers. It's not his time with Kobe, with James Harden. It's that. It's unfortunate because I think it could have been much better for him had he stayed healthy with Kobe and with uh, James Harden. But at the end of the day, man, you got to be a fool if you say that his best years were not in Orlando, which they clearly were. Yeah, and I and I think that more people will like this. This message was nice, right? It was nice for him to say. I feel like that was a great first step forward because obviously the organization is never going to say anything, and the people that would say something in the organization aren't even a part of the organization anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in my opinion, I think that from a fan perspective, it'll all change. I think the the biggest pivotal moment that will change is once Dwight Howard is an actual. Hall of Famer, not Orlando Magic Hall of Famer, an actual Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer as an Orlando Magic player. And I think that, you know, in that moment, whatever speech it is that he will come up with, I think in that moment, it's a great opportunity for him to really showcase his his emotions and, and his real feelings in regards to not necessarily what transpired, but, you know, what the organization may or may not have meant to him. Yeah, that exactly. I, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Once you make it to the Hall of Fame officially in the NBA, that's when. I mean, it's going to be special. I, I really think Stan Van Gundy will be one of the featured guys giving a speech, even though the, the way that things ended with them. But ultimately, you cannot deny. I mean, that that they had a tie bond. They still do to this day. Um, and to your point, the links will all come back to the Orlando Magic, one hundred percent. Yep. Absolutely. In other news, the NBA is prepared to take over broadcasting rights for home games carried by Bally Sports. We're getting close to the season, and this is still something that, you know, we're we're not 100% clear on. We're still waiting to get more details. Um, so we'll keep you guys up to, updated with that once we learn more. And then pretty much li- what, what's next? Orlando Magic Basketball is literally just a couple weeks away with Media Day, October 2nd. Luckily, we're greenlit um, to to again, cover games this season. So we'll be present for media day. And we're really excited for a lot of the content that we're going to be bringing out. So a lot to look forward to training camps will start October 3rd to the 7th. And then preseason starts October 10th through the 20th. Um, so magic basketball will be here sooner rather than later um, to what feels like a very, 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 very long off season. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully though, we'll be playing well into April, potentially May, this upcoming season. That's my hope. That it's not going to end in April, the season for us. No, no, a- absolutely, absolutely not. On that note, it's a wrap. I appreciate everyone listening um, and look forward to more episodes coming on a consistent basis starting next week. On that note, it's a wrap. Appreciate you guys for listening. Take care. We'll see you. For all the latest magic news and updates, visit OrlandoMagicHQ.com and follow us on Instagram at OrlandoMagicHQ and on Twitter at OMagicHQ. Also, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe and leave a five-star review on your favorite listening platform.